Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Paige Alyssa Hegwood was frequently cited as a St. Louis musician to watch. As Paige Alyssa, the singer and songwriter, drew praise for their debut LP, Paige Alyssa, two years ago. The RFT wrote, Alyssa is clearly on a path to lead St. Louis pop music into the future. And then the talented singer, songwriter, and producer moved to Los Angeles, our loss. But after parting ways with their management team, Paige Alyssa is back in St. Louis, just a little bit older and a lot wiser. And today they're releasing a new single. It's titled What's the Move? Let's listen. And that's What's the Move by Paige Alyssa. And here to discuss this new track and their personal journey is the artist Paige Alyssa. So Paige, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> so Paige, I know a few years back you left St. Louis for L.A. Why? Well, I it was a number of reasons. I really wanted to go and just see what else was out there. Like I have been in St. Louis like my whole life, born and raised, you know, and I wanted to see what I could do out there as a musician um, and just I don't know, do something a little bit different. Um, and I will say, like, I mean, this was two years ago, and, like, I was a lot younger, very headstrong, and, like, you know, my ego played a role in it, too, and I just wanted to go out there and, like, have these expectations of, like, you know, doing different stuff with my music. And so I did that. I learned a lot, and I still have um, quite a few friends and acquaintances out there, so I plan on being back out there at some point, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very happy that I, you know, came back home and to get some healing and get right, get in the right headspace and everything, too. What made you decide, you know what, I think I need to go back to St. Louis? Oh, my goodness. It was it was a long process. Um, I When I went out there, I had really specific expectations for myself. And, like, through me being out there for, like, a year and a half or two years or whatever, I basically had to go through this process of getting back to my core and figuring out, like, what I wanted as a musician and as a person and what I valued. And so as I was out there going through that journey and learning and growing, it made me realize what I did want and what I did not want or how I wanted to go about reaching really specific goals I have with my music. And when it got to a point where I was making decisions based off of success, quote unquote, you know, how we like describe success and what it's supposed to look like in the world and not based off of like myself as a musician or my character, that's when I started making the adjustment. Like I think it's time for me to go back home and like get, back into my normal headspace to get down to the root of why I do what I do mm-hmm. and not having it be based so much of like be based so much in like success or other material things that don't have anything to do with my music. And do you see this move back home as, as sort of being a, a temporary stop to sort of gather yourself back together or is St. Louis is, is going to be it? 
I mean, you you never know. Mm-hmm. I honestly like my my goal obviously is to like be able to travel and continue to do music and like work with other people not only in the US but around the world someday. So like you never know. Right now, I'm definitely I'm home and mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be here and like to be able to just work with my musical family and like collaborate with some of my favorite people in the city. So I'm taking it, you know, a day at a time and just not putting not going to, you know, put expectations on stuff and just kind of live live my life and see what happens from there. And you're still young. I mean, how old are you at this point? I just turned 27 like 2 weeks ago. Yeah, so. you you are very young. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> now, your new song, you as you say, you are you are back to doing music and and you're doing some collaborations. Your new song is is What's the Move. And this song just from listening to it doesn't seem to be about a move to LA or a move back home. What's the impetus for this track? Yeah, so I mean, there's a few different like um, approaches to the song. I actually wrote it two years ago when um, my record Who Is Paige Alyssa came out and it was a hidden track on that record because I wrote it in like a week and it just came to me and I told my sound engineer, I was like, hey, I have one more song for this record. Let's go ahead and put it on. And the premise of it is basically about a really complicated relationship, the bare bones of it. It's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like w- one minute we're real cool, but you're giving me mixed signals. So like that was the, the bare bones of it, at least when I wrote it two years ago, um, about a complicated relationship. So like, what's the move? What are we doing? Um, but now that time has passed and like I've done a little bit of reworking on the track, it's more so of like a reintroduction of myself to my own music mm-hmm. and also a reintroduction of my music back to my fan base and uh, being able to collaborate with folks and approach this release a little bit differently than I have in the past. So those are the two the two different points that, that I see it as far as like the, the song goes. Now you have another track that we want to play here today and this one is called Girl Crazy and this kind of feels like the feel-good song we need right now. What, what's the origin story for this one? So Girl Crazy, I wrote this one also I think in 2018. Um, it was on Who Is Paige Alyssa and it also was the first song that ever made it onto a Spotify editorial playlist so that was really cool. Um, and basically, I, it was kind of an ode to, like, all of my, my beautiful friends, you know. And it's just like, you know, sometimes you just go through these periods where you have crushes on a lot of people. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my goodness. Like, and you just, you know, you kind of go girl crazy. So it was kind of an ode to, like, all the beautiful people that were around me at that time. And for folks who maybe have, like, non-traditional, quote-unquote, non-traditional relationships. So it's an ode to them. <laughs> so this, this track definitely put a smile on my face when we were listening to it. I want to um, play that for everybody now. Let's listen to Girl Crazy. And that's Girl Crazy by Paige Alyssa. Now, Paige, uh, this song seems really directed very explicitly at a female love interest or maybe multiple love interests. I'm wondering if you were ever tempted to keep it vague and, you know, not be honest about who you're attracted to. 
Oh, yeah. Like, my, my first record way back in the day, not way back in the day, but like in 2014, I came out with, uh, God, what was my first album called? Um, the Wait Is Over. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was, I at that point, I was out to like my close like family and friends, but like, I was still playing drums in the church at that point when that record came out, and I wasn't publicly out about my sexuality. So, that whole album, I was kind of really vague about the love interest that I would be that I would talk about in my music because I was afraid of being treated differently by like the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few months later, you know, I decided that I didn't have to live my life in the closet and that people deserve to hear who I really am. And like, I deserve to treat my art with like a level of authenticity that I wasn't able to do in the past. So I eventually like, you know, came out publicly. And like, ever since then, like I've had this level of um, comfort with being honest in my music, because if I'm honest, and hopefully I can encourage other people to be honest about who they are, and hopefully they can hear themselves and relate to the music that I write. Now, did coming out um, end up changing your relationship to your church? Yeah, it changed. It changed a great deal. <laughs> um, so, like, I mean, I grew up in church. Like, my mom has been playing piano and organ for over forty years. I got started mm. singing in church. Got started playing drums in church. Like, my introduction to music is all through the Baptist church. And like, I wouldn't be the producer I am or the musician I am without gospel music. Um, but it, it got to a point, you know. I think it was shortly after the Marriage Equality Act got passed that. You know, the type of rhetoric that I was hearing in the church where I was playing at was like really inflammatory. And I was I just couldn't keep going to church every Sunday and be told that, like, I am a bad person or people like me are bad and that we don't deserve to live and that we are not made in God's image, despite the Bible telling us that we're all made in his image. And it just got to a point where I had to take a step back from like organized religion. And I do miss my like church community i do miss growing up because like and or i do miss attending church especially being baptist because like it's such a lively place Mm -hmm. but sometimes for folks like me and folks who identify like me like it can be a place that's not safe for us and a place where you know we aren't seen as like equal as everybody else so it definitely has had an impact on my relationship with the church for sure yeah and so you have pointed to the church as as being one of your major musical influences and you know you've now kind of as you say stepped stepped away from that i understand one of your other influences is that you studied jazz in college what led you to, to choose that well, so jazz and blues is the bedrock of all American popular music or just American music in general. Even gospel music like has its roots in that. So when I went to Webster, I knew that I wanted to focus in my studies on contemporary styles of music. And um, I got there. I met my voice teacher, Debbie Lennon, who I love to pieces. And she basically, you know, helped me navigate my my voice and learn how to study jazz and be able to apply it to contemporary music and it it was one of the best decisions i've ever made for my music career now in one of their write-ups about you being an an up-and-coming star the riverfront times wrote that your songs quote swirl with enough synths and drum machines to make anyone nostalgic for the days when mtv still showed videos and dance floors were rife with neon clothing are you also sort of nostalgic for that era which you obviously are not old enough to remember having partied with him, but... (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I, I love, I love like 80s pop. I love New Jack Swing, uh, which is my, my last record. Again, who was Paige Alyssa was based, I based that album off of that, those styles of music. It was kind of like a love letter um, to all those older styles of music. And I just, I don't know, like I just connected with it at a very young age. Um, because again, I grew up in church. My mom was the minister of music. A lot of the music I was listening to was just gospel music, like day in and day out. But every now and then, a little Prince would get slipped in there, or like a little bit of Janet Jackson would get slipped in there, or like Wham! I would randomly hear that somewhere. And so, like, suddenly those influences, I just started picking them up as I got older. And it's just, there's a lot of connection between those older styles of music and jazz because like uh, I'm a really big fan of unique chord progressions and like harmonic progressions and really like fun and bright melodies. And I feel like both those styles of music, like older synth pop, new Jack swing and jazz, they kind of have all those, those things in common. So I, I think it's really cool how I'm able to tie all that in with all the other things that I'm influenced by to create my sound. Yeah, it's all sort of like mixed up and you're, you know, you're putting it in the blender and turning it into something that's brand new. It's, it's exciting yeah. to see. <laughs> so if, if people are interested in, in uh, getting your music or, or knowing more about what you're up to, where would you direct them? Yeah, so you can follow me on social media. Uh, my Instagram is going to be Miss Page Alyssa. That's M-S-P-A-I-G-E-A-O-I-S-S-A. I will post like short clips of things that I'm working on there all the time. Of course, you can look up Paige Alyssa on any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, all those places. You can find my music there. And check out my website, PageAlyssaMusic.com. All right. Well, Paige Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. And we're just going to go out with a little clip um, of your track, Vibe. So just one more piece of music from Paige Alyssa. Tomorrow on St. Louis on the Air, we'll check in how St. Louis kids are doing during the coronavirus pandemic. We'll also explore how colleges are dealing with all this chaos. And we'll talk about a new true crime documentary looking at the death of Elsa Lemp. Podcast episodes of St. Louis on the Air are available wherever you get your podcasts. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Would you Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.